Greetings and welcome to this episode of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse. I'll be your host. I'll be your guide today. This podcast is the digital arm of Grace Life Coaching. It's a joy to be part of this. It's a joy to be part of your your journey, your path forward. It's a joy to be part of whatever work you're trying to do to better yourself in the midst of this life, in this world. Now, you know, when I say better ourselves, I certainly don't want to indicate that where you are is bad, where anyone is bad. That's not what it is. But it's about realizing that there are always places where we can get better. You know, I was just listening to another podcast podcast recently and the and the the person doing the podcast was talking about that and talking about that language and he said that you know he doesn't necessarily want to say to get better because that implies worse better implies worse and I certainly don't want to imply that in any way uh, he talks about evolving growing and and I think that's really good use of language uh, because I certainly don't want to imply in any way that where you are is bad no but we can all find places in our reality to get better so thank you for being part of this thank you for investing the time in this I always say time's our greatest commodity and the fact that you're willing to invest your time in this, you're willing to invest your time in the podcast and in the desire to get better and in the desire to grow and enhance and evolve. That's an awesome thing. So good for you. You should give yourself a pat on the back, particularly this time of year. This is a really difficult time of year. This is one of those head down, push through, get to the other side time of year. So the fact that you're investing a little bit of time in this podcast in this time of year is really a blessing. So thank you for that. Thank you for being involved. Thank you for growing and enhancing. If you find value in this podcast, then please share it out there. If you are uh, listening to it in one of through, uh, you know, through the Facebook page or through, um, through Instagram, if you've connected that way, please share it out on one of the platforms. Please get it out there. Tag me in it. I'd love to know where you're at. Tag me in it uh, on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Is it even still called Twitter? Is it X now? I'm not, whatever it's called. Uh, I do put it out there for those of you who follow on that end. If you're connecting through one of the platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, then follow us. Give us a rating and review. Every positive rating and review that we get, you know, the platforms see it and they say, hey, we're going to pay attention to this because somebody else is paying attention to it. And when someone looks for self-help or coaching or betterment or what have you, then the platforms are like, hey, people are paying attention to this. Maybe we'll put it out there, too. So that'd be awesome. And if you want to reach out to me, uh, the website, gracelifecoaching.com, all one word, gracelifecoaching.com. I'd love to hear from you. It's got my direct, my direct message information. It's got my numbers, my digits, everything. So if you want to reach out to me directly, that's definitely the way to do it. Gracelifecoaching.com. It's got all the stuff up there and it continues to evolve and grow. You know, I just added up some Reiki stuff up on, uh, up on the website and there's going to be some more things are going to be added as my offerings continue to grow. So definitely, you know, check it out. Gracelifecoaching.com. Coaching.com. Love to uh, see anything that you might be up to. Uh, if you have any responses or information, I'd love to hear from you. So uh, great. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for investing this time today. You know, I had a conversation recently and we were talking about decision making and how we make mature decisions. And I think this time of year, you know, and, and really any time of year, but this time of year, we can be so overwhelmed that we can be driven a lot by our feelings our emotions. You know, we can respond to our feelings. We can eat with our feelings, speak with our feelings, you know, jump with our feelings, all, all of our feelings. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, and our feelings are important. Our feelings are important, but we cannot just rely on our feelings to be the primary or the only uh, tool we use to make decisions. When we base our life on our decisions and only our decisions, we find ourselves 
putting ourselves in a very difficult spot because most of the time when we base our decisions on our emotions, our emotions are driven by our comfort, our desire. They're driven by fear. They're driven by memory. They're driven by a lot of things that don't always lead us down the road to make the best decisions. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that we temper our decisions with other pieces of information when we are looking to make decisions. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the four things that we should use, the four things that we need to be in balance with when we're looking to make any major, mature, adult, visionary decision. Most of the time, really any decision, but but really they, they come into play when the decisions are bigger, uh, though as we're trying to build and make little incremental changes, all of these things need to take place. So there's four things that I want to talk about. There's four things that I want to raise up that are important when we're looking to make a decision. And when we're looking to make decisions, we want to try to make sure that we satiate as many of these four as possible. If we can hit all four, then we're definitely making a good, strong, mature, important decision. So the four things I want to raise up, I'll lay them, I'll lay them out there for you so you can, and, then, and then we'll break them down. Feelings or emotions is the first one. Logic, knowledge or education and experience. Okay, so those are the four things that we want to employ when we're looking to make a decision uh, about anything. So feeling. So how do you feel? What are you in the mood for? What what is what is what is tantalizing you? What is driving you? And and that then that's a good first thing. Feelings are a good first thing. Uh, and, uh, now, unfortunately, for a lot of times, people will stop there. They will just run on their feelings, and that. That, uh, that only works very, very small, very, they're, they're very, a very small percentage of the time. Okay. And, and let me give you an example. So I'm a big donut fan for those of, for those of you who know me, I'm a big donut fan and I like eating donuts and, and I feel like having a donut. Okay. So my emotions are driving me. They're, they're, they're telling me to eat a donut. I feel like having a donut. Okay. And we've all said that, right? I'm in the mood for a donut. I'm in the mood for Italian. I'm in the mood to stay in bed today. Yada, yada, yada. Well, that's a decision that needs to be made. All right. And if I just use my feelings to make that decision, I'm going to eat the donut. But I need to employ a couple other things. Logic. Is it logical? Is the action, is the decision logical? Okay. So logic is really important because we, we, logic is really, uh, it's meant to be, you know, it's meant to have no emotion connected to it whatsoever, weighing one to the other, balancing out all of the different possibilities and scenarios. Uh, so logic is something that needs to be employed. So we want to employ logic into our decision-making process. We want to make sure that we have a tone of logic into it and, and really, you know, and, and, and really want to use that logic to the best of our capabilities. So we want to make sure that we employ logic. We want to make sure that we employ our logical decision-making processes. So using our logic, looking at the circumstances dispassionately. Okay. So then we also, once we add logic in there, we also want to add our knowledge or our education. What is our knowledge telling us? What is our brain telling us about the decision? And, and I'll, I'll break these down. I'm breaking them down more uh, analytically, and then I'll break them down in, in circumstances here in a minute. But what 
what is our knowledge telling us? What, what is our training telling us? What have we learned about uh, the whatever it is we're facing? And then finally, what is our experience? What is our experience with the circumstance? How do we engage our experience in this? Okay, so 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 emotion, logic, knowledge, and experience. When we approach a decision, whatever that decision is, we want to employ as many, if not all of those as possible in order to be able to make the best decision. So let's break this down a little bit more. Let's talk about how we employ these. So let's go back to the donut example. All right, let's make it something really, really easy. Okay, so my workplace usually has donuts around and I really like donuts. All right, and, and they're one of my weaknesses there. I, I wouldn't necessarily say they're my kryptonite, but they're pretty darn close. I really do like donuts. So, and I like eating them. And a lot of times I'm in the mood for them. Now donuts are, they're sweet and you know, and they're a lot of comfort food for me. And I feel really comfortable and I feel really satiated and I feel really warm and loved when I eat a donut. So emotionally, of course, donuts for me are a big emotional draw because I feel very emotional with them. I mean, I, I feel very comfortable, you know, uh, when I eat them. And so if I just use my emotions, if I just work under my emotions, I feel like eating a donut, then I'm going to eat a donut. I mean, I am. I'm just, I'm just going to eat a donut. Uh, I'm going to go out and I'm going to eat a donut. I'll probably eat two donuts or three donuts or four donuts. If I'm going to eat one, I might as well eat four, right? Uh, I've already, the damage is already done, so I might as well just gorge on donuts. If I run my feelings, well, then that's what's going to happen. And we, and we can transpose that over to other things. You know, I feel like staying home and, and staying in bed today. Um, well, if, if you just run your feelings, that's what you're going to do. Um, but if you look at it from more than just a feeling perspective, if you can do that, then do that. Stay home, stay in bed. I mean, if I could eat a donut every day and it doesn't affect me in any way, then great, do it. But I need to work with more than my feelings. So logically, so let's employ logic to me eating the donut, the pros and the cons of eating the donut. So the pros and the cons of eating the donut, eating the donut, is going to flood my body with sugar. It's going to put gluten and flour and, and fried food in my stomach. Um, eating the donut may satiate my feeling, but eating the donut is not going to, it, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a positive thing for me on the outside. Logically eating the donut isn't going to be a, a positive thing because my feelings aren't about the donut. My feelings are about fear and, and want to be comfortable and I'm just transposing them onto the donut. So as I'm looking at it logically, I'm seeing that my feelings, that it's really not about eating the donut. It's about the feeling of comfort and desire and, and, and strength. Okay. So, so my logic tells me don't eat the donut. My logic tells me eating the donut isn't going to fulfill what you want it to fulfill. And then I turn to my knowledge and my knowledge and my education is it's absolutely correct. If I eat the donut, I'm not going to feel any better. Um, as a matter of fact, I know in my body that flour and gluten and fried food usually affects me negatively. Okay. My knowledge about that is that I have a negative effect in my body from eating a donut. I do. Um, I, I do. And so with that knowledge, and then I put an experience, say the last, you know, 10 times I've eaten a donut, I felt bad afterwards. So then I look at the decision and the decision is eat the donut or don't eat the donut. My emotions are saying eat the donut, 
but everything else, my knowledge, my experience, and logic is telling me don't eat the donut. So what's the what's the mature decision? What's the right decision? Not to eat the donut. Okay. So you see how those work. If I just work with my emotion, let's let's talk about staying in bed all day. I feel like staying in bed all day. I feel like staying in my pajamas and staying in bed all day. Okay, that's great. I can stay in bed all day. Logically, is that a logical thing to do? Well, no, it's not a logical thing to do. One, you need to move your body. Two, there are other expectations that you most likely have that that logic says staying in bed all day. That that's just not logical. That's not how humans logically live. And now again, I'm, I'm, this is this is not an extremes podcast. So there are those who are forced to stay in bed all day, and for those who are forced to stay in bed all day, that makes me sad because there's a great deal of joy in being able to move and exist and 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 experience the world. So if you're if you're listening to this and you're stuck in bed all day, you have to stay in bed all day. Then then I'm I'm sorry, I don't want to offend you or or make fun of you in any way, shape, or form. That's not the point. But if my emotion says I I feel like staying in bed all day, well, logically, if you don't have to stay in bed all day. Humans don't spend all day in bed. Logically, that's not our role. Knowledge says if you stay in bed all day, then you're not going to fulfill the expectations you have in the world around you. Uh, perhaps maybe you're going to miss a day of work or you're going to miss a day of chores or you're going to miss a, you know, somebody's performance. You're going to miss all these things. Now, knowledge says that, you know, your knowledge, your education says this isn't how we live our life. We don't live our life in bed all day. I'm going to put a caveat on this. So, you know, just give me a minute. We don't live our life in bed every day. Okay. We don't live our life all day in bed. Knowledge and education says we get up, we move, we engage. And our experience is that, you know, we have all of these things that that require our time that can't be done from bed. All right. For me, if I felt like staying in bed all day, well, logic says I can't, I, you know, that's not how I live my life. I don't live my life staying in bed all day. My knowledge and my education says I can't stay in bed all day because there's a lot of things that I have to do that I can't do from bed. And my experience says that if I stay in bed all day, my body is going to hurt. I'm not going to feel good. And it's just going to be, um, it's not going to work out. Now I'm going to put the caveat on this. Some people do need to stay in bed for the day. Some people do take that opportunity. I'm not questioning that. Um, I, but but again, if you're going to do that, most of the time you're employing more than just emotion. You're employing logic and experience and, and, and knowledge. You're looking at it saying, this is a day that I need to do this. Okay. So it's far different from saying, you know, I, I just feel like staying in bed today. I don't want to go into work. Uh, I don't feel like, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to do laundry. I don't want to cook dinner. I just feel like staying in bed today. So I'm going to stay in bed today. Well, if the other three areas, logic, knowledge, and experience are saying that's not a good idea, that's not how we're going to live our life. We have other expectations that we have to fulfill today. Then we have to take those other three and look at emotions, our feelings and say, you know what? You don't get to win. You, you don't get to win. You don't get to make this decision because logic, education and, and logic, education, knowledge and experience are saying we have to move. We have to do these things. We can't. Even though we feel like it, we can't. And that's that's why we, that's why we want to be driven far more by discipline than motivation. Motivation is based on our feelings. I don't feel like going to the gym today. Well, but I know that I have to. 
Logic tells me that if I don't go to the gym, then my body's going to hurt. Knowledge tells me that going to the gym is going to continue to get me moving forward. And experience tells me if I go to the gym, then I feel better. Okay. I don't feel like going to the gym. I don't feel like getting out of bed. But the other three decision-making calibers, the other three decision-making things say, get to the gym. And here's why. And they have to speak over our feelings, our emotions, okay? When we just make decisions based on our emotion, and really when we just make our decisions based on any one thing, okay, any one thing, we, we need to use more than one thing. But the reason why I'm really pointing towards emotions is because most people are emotion forward. They're driven by their emotions. But if, you, if your logic is, is what drives you without using the other three or knowledge or experience, then you're going to wind up struggling just as much. Uh, but most people are driven by their emotions. This is what I feel like. Therefore, this is what I'm going to do. Even when logic and education and, and knowledge and experience are telling you to do something else. Emotions drive us. I mean, we are very emotionally driven people. And this time of year, it's a very emotionally driven time of year. We buy based on emotion. We buy things that we wouldn't buy any other time of year because we want people to be happy with us. We want to share gifts and skills. But we need to make sure that we employ those other three areas when we're making decisions all decisions and you know what and sometimes so so let's go back and say you know i want to eat a donut well i've never eaten a donut before okay so i have no experience on that but i do have experience eating fried pastries or i do have experience eating flour or i do have experience eating sugar so i can apply those experiences you know some things in life we're doing for the first time however there's probably a lot of components of that experience that we can put in there I'll give you a really good example. I'll give you a really good example of, of how that can work. So, you know, as, as I'm going through my weight loss journey, trying to eat better and I'm trying to employ better eating habits. And one of those eating habits is, you know, getting good protein without a lot of fats or sugars. And one of the ways that, you know, is recommended is eating cottage cheese. Okay. Cottage cheese is, you know, really good in, in, in fats and really good in, in proteins, uh, but doesn't have a lot of sugar in it. doesn't have a lot of, of carbohydrates. Okay. So, but I'm not a, I'm not a cottage cheese fan. I've eaten cottage cheese one time in my life and I didn't enjoy it when I did. Okay. So, so if I want to employ cottage cheese into my, um, into my diet in, in order to help me regulate weight and get good protein, I have to figure out how to get past my feeling of cottage cheese for one thing, see the logic of adding it into my diet, the knowledge of the importance of um, good, you know, good proteins and good fats. But then I can look at how do I use my experience to add this in? Well, another, I mean, I can look at my experience with avocados. I'm not a real big fan of avocados, but I eat avocados because they're good. They have good fats and good soluble uh, fibers and, and the things that, that, are, that, that can help combat long-term brain issues. So I can look at the avocado and I say, well, this is how I learned to like avocado. So this is the experience I've had. I can apply that experience to learning to like cottage cheese. Okay. See how that works? So even though I've never, I've only eaten cottage cheese one time before and I really had a bad experience with it, it was a long time ago, I can't really put my, my experience that, but I can look at experience of how I've learned to incorporate things that I didn't think I would like into things that I like. See, see how we do that, okay? So when we're just driven by emotion, 
I feel like or, or I'm in the mood for. And there's nothing wrong with living into our moods from time to time. Okay, we're allowed to do that. We're allowed to 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 um, to uh, and the word just went right out of my head in this kind of hours. We're indulged. We're allowed to indulge ourselves from time. But when we indulge ourselves all the time, we're going to find ourselves struggling mightily. We don't want to indulge ourselves all the time. We want to make sure that when we are making decisions, we employ all four of those things or as many of those things as possible. And those things would be, once again, emotion, knowledge, well, emotion, logic, knowledge or education and experience. So whenever we're looking at a decision, big or small, and, and oftentimes, you know, our brain works so fast that they'll incorporate those four things pretty quickly. One of the things that's really a challenge to do is make sure that we don't allow one to overrule the three. Emotionally, we can tend to do that. Well, of course, logic and knowledge and experience are telling me not to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway because I feel like it. Well, so then you're not, in, you're not allowing all of that information to affect you. Uh, and that's usually where we get indulgent again. And we can be indulgent from time to time, my friends, but we don't want to be too indulgent because then it's no longer indulgence. Then it's a life pattern and it can become very destructive. All right. That's what I have for you today. I hope this is helpful. I hope that you've gained something out of it and that you're able to apply it moving forward. Uh, once again, if this is a podcast that is helpful for you, please share it out there on the social media platforms. Tag me in it. Love to see where you're at. Follow us on the on the platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. If you want to reach out to me, the website's gracelifecoaching.com. And as always, at Grace Life Coaching, we want you to be the best you.